Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. And to the left of me is my man. Cappuccino. Sup, homie? Oh, man. A Wednesday night. This is kind of interesting. It is a Wednesday night. It is a Wednesday night. night. Yeah. Yeah, hump man. night. Hump night. Whoa, slow down. Hold on now. <laughs> what, what are we? What are we? You don't slow down on hump night, man. <laughs> it's humping. We humping, man. We working, man. They're, they're, they're yeah, okay. We all working. Right, Let's right. get it. Come on, man. Get out the gutter. <laughs> oh, my man. You good? I'm How good, are man. I'm straight, man. Yeah. I mean, we, we were just, we were just here a couple of days ago, uh, interviewing Stick Figure, actually. Yeah, great yeah. interview. Drops yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, great interview. Drops tomorrow. So, uh, I mean, if, if you're listening to this now, this probably is going to air, I don't know, a week or so later from when we recorded it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're, you know, we're just putting a little extra work this week to make sure that we continue to give you that Smithsonian grade every week. Just a little bit extra just, work, man. Just, just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. So this is the first time you're listening because you're a fan of the gentleman that we have on the phone tonight. Mm-hmm. This is Southern Vanguard Radio. We drop twice a week. Tuesdays, it's a mixed show, about a 90-minute mixed show every Tuesday. Mix and I playing all the latest and greatest hip-hop jams, cutting it up, slicing it up like it should be, talking shit, drinking beer, drinking bourbon. Yeah. Just having just a grand old time. No bourbon tonight. No bourbon tonight, which is probably a good thing, given the amount of uh, tequila-based drinks I had last night. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I, <laughs> that, let's not, we're, we're not getting into that. No, we're not going to talk about <laughs> That's a bad, 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 bad story. It's a wonder I'm here right now. <laughs> and then on Thursday, we have an interview session. Could be an MC, DJ, A&R, behind the scenes person. God knows who it could be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that drops on Thursday. So twice a week. Um, you know, provided everybody, you know, is, you know, uh, you know, you know, doing what we can do. Yeah. Uh, that's what it is. So Southern Vanguard on iTunes podcast, Mixcloud, Stitcher radio and SoundCloud. Did I hit all of them? Yeah. Yeah. And our good. affiliates are where Meeks? Um, return to boom bap WRBB out of Atlanta. I am classic net out of Atlanta. Uh, so public radio on the West coast. And ATLHipHop.com. Beautiful. Atlanta again. You got it. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't even know where to start. Ladies honestly. and gentlemen. Oh, you're going to kick it off. I got I all got right. it. I got it. I've been thinking about this shit since all day. we locked it in. Okay. All right. All right. Beautiful. This, this is man is a cross between Clarence Thomas and Nostradamus. <laughs> you already know he's going to touch that ass. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have the one, the, the only... only. Razzcast is with the Southern Vanguard tonight. Wow. Raz, that's my favorite line, man. That's my favorite line right there, man. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget the day (laughs) I first saw you speak that shit. I was like, this dude's crazy, man. (laughs) Who said shit like that, man? Raz, what's good, brother? I'm good, me. You know, having a good time. Peace, John. Southern Vanguard and everybody listening, man, just, you know, happy to be here. No doubt. Word. Yeah, so, Raz, we we, uh, we connected with you uh, actually via the homie L. Gaunt and J57's interview that we did a couple weeks ago. No doubt. Correct. Yeah, Correct. yeah. Correct. So, I mean, wh- why don't we just start there? Because, I, you know, I was telling Meeks earlier, you know, as we were, as I was kind of preparing, you know, we, we do prep topics and, you know, just kind of trying to get our shit together before we interview people. 
And, um, you know, I kind of got lost in the Raz Kaz internet rabbit hole vortex. Dude, that's so much. So, uh, so I, I, I kind of had to like stop and like break it down and be like, all right, let, let's, let's, let's pick a few things that we're, we, we, we can try to talk about. Uh, and really, really honestly, man, like, you know, the new shit, I know people like to kind of get wrapped up and talk about the old shit, but man, you have so, so many things going on right now. You know, I, I just like, yeah. the, you know, I, let, let, let's kick it, let's kick it off with this JMO gang shit, man. Cause we, you know, we had J57 and Elgato studio. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They were in, they were in the house and kind of gave their perspective on things, but let's, let's hear it from you. If you don't mind, I'd kind of complete this, complete the, the circle there. Well, um, first of all, apologies. I haven't heard, I've heard great things about the interview, but I personally have not had a chance to listen. I was planning on listening to their interview today, so I owe them one and I owe you guys one. No problem. Uh, That's all good. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, you know um, but I heard it. I just heard it went awesome. You know, they came back to talk about how much of a good time they had. And good, good. How in, how in depth it was, period. And, uh, good. You know, yeah, just a lot, I heard a lot of good things just being at the studio. And, you know, and actually recording it there. So um, next time it'll be greater later. But, uh, yeah, man, it's just, uh, you know, God's, God's my homie, man. That's my bro. Um, we, uh, we've known each other. We've been acquainted through, you know, uh, a mutual uh, management. And so I, I was acquainted with him. You know, respect his talent. But, you know, you just don't get to always know everybody, you know, and, and right. actually – get under a feel for each other and know each other or whatever. So uh, through a whole different situation fairly recently in the past four years, we actually were out dealing with each other. And I, you know, just, you know, genuinely a good dude, uh, yeah. as well as, uh, you know, um, my man Spawn, who's a black thoughts engineer, mm-hmm. um, Shabam Sadiq, you know, just certain people that we just bonded going through, you know, hitting the road together. And I, you know, I just really had appreciate appreciation from his people. So God's one of those people, man. I just really, you know, he's a good brother. And, uh, we, we had been just kind of loosely connected, creating a team anyway. And, uh, I flew into town. Uh, uh, J57 produced, uh, Method Man single. I'm, I'm, no, I hadn't met him prior to that. Yeah. So, he did Method Man single uh, off the uh, off the last Purple tape, and so yeah, walked in and uh, I think I saw him uh, at the radio show. I'm pretty sure I saw him before, but like really meeting him and like yeah. talking to him. They were at that video shoot, and uh, they had like a um, <laughs> a little bitty bottle of uh, whiskey, um, and everybody else was drinking, like rocking them and. You know, with Raekwon, they had Hennessy, though, and I don't drink the Hennessy thing. So, mm. you know, met him, him and his homeboy, and, you know, uh, me, you know, they offered it. like, hey, you guys want to drink? And I was like, yeah, and it was Jamie. Mm. And, uh, you know, from there, we just kind of hit it off, man. And uh, the next day we were in the studio, we had basically, all, you know, damn near knocked out three records, like, in, you know. In a Immediately, right? Time, so. Yeah, man. So it was, it was real natural chemistry. It just happened really ornately. That's dope. Word. I mean, always it, good to bond over some good whiskey, man. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's, I agree. That's what we do here at least at least once a week. At least once a week. Uh, if, if if we're lucky, maybe a couple times a yeah. week. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. 
So uh, yeah, and I, I guess it doesn't. Uh, I guess it helps a lot, Raz. That uh, the the gaunt comes with those flames, rhyme wise, right? I mean, you, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you can't can't be no slouch, you know, sharing uh, sharing mic duties with yourself. So um, yeah, man, yeah. Right? I, it was, I, like I said, I already knew his talent, so that I, I I knew that wasn't at all part of the problem, you know. Yeah, um, and he has, a, you know, his delivery is rapid fire, and. and Mine is not as much, so I kind of like that differentiation. I mm-hmm. thought that would be good chemistry lyrically. Like, Absolutely. Um, I, you know, like, sometimes we'll split it up. Like, sometimes I'll do some, some you know, triple-time shit. But um, I really like that being his lane, you know, you know, and, and we just play two different parts of, of, of a, you know, of the, of the robot. So, yeah, man, we 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 Voltron and and into some shit, and you know, with, with you know, fifty seven beats, it's just it, it really ornately came together, really, really dope. Dope. Um, yeah, so you know, guys are about and, to wrap that up, right? Here soon, the uh, recording. Actually, actually, we're done. Oh, we're are you? Okay. Today. Yeah, we had a studio session today with Jake Colombo, and uh, we're right. done. Uh, every vocal is laid, like. It, it was Miller time, so we um we <laughs> finished up me and Don and um, all the files are sent. So we just got to mix it now. Yeah, that's what's up. It's Shouts done. out to Jake Palombo. Yeah, man, we got we got it. Uh, we finished strong. I, I, these last three songs that we did are like incredible. I mean, already loved the album and really felt like we did a good job. But I just feel like we put the icing on the cake with these last. Uh, three four records we we did they're crazy so i'm excited man uh you know the world's heard like one song but we got some stuff we got we definitely got some shit for people so i'm I'm really excited yeah i was lucky enough uh a couple months ago jay was over at the lab and he played me um he played me i don't know maybe three or four or five joints Mm -hmm. and they they sounded fucking incredible and i i had i had not heard here we go again. I don't even know if that was done yet at the time. This actually may have been almost a year ago. Now it was some time ago, but okay. um, I, I can't imagine. I mean, if because Jay and Gaunt were talking the same way about these last three record drafts that they were, you know, they were just coming together incredibly and and oh yeah. So I, I can't imagine what the what what the finished product is going to sound like. We're really looking forward to it. No doubt. Thanks, thanks, God. Uh, these last here we go again is. Was, relatively older you know that's we did we did that song probably about six you know six seven months ago these last ones are like in the last three weeks (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah crazy yeah okay just kind of they just fucking pull pull the balls out like we should go hard so we got it i'm I'm definitely excited so, so Raz, I got a question for you so i mean over the past probably i don't know three four five years I feel like you've stepped up your kind of collab game, I guess. Like you've been, you know, you, you've been doing the solo shit, but you've also been doing these. I don't even know what 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 you would call them or what you call them, but I mean, you're you're really getting busy from a from just like a project standpoint and doing JMO Gang, doing the Breakfast at Bank Banksy's thing. Like, did you make a conscious decision to to kind of like spread out like that? You know, I don't know what four or five years ago or. Uh- I just had never had the trust to, uh, or it wasn't always the trust. It, it was sometimes it's the circumstances. So I just felt like it was time to kind of, um, 
do a pro a pro uh, I wanted to do a project with a producer. Like, you know, there was a time when you know high tech and Talib Kweli, uh, you know, yeah. you know, Run DMC had Jam Master J. He produced it. You know, like yeah, I wanted Gangstar, P Rock, and CL Smooth. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, Gangstar, that shit. Yeah. So you know, I I, I just felt like it was time. Um, it was a. Uh, it wasn't something. It wasn't something I really planned. It just the opportunities came and it was it was like it was the people that I wanted and the situation was ideal. Um, it was really cool that you know like Apollo Brown's uh, Apollo Brown fan. Um, I just felt like his production was very ideal for my kind of rhyming and the, my. A lot of my shit is complicated. It's not really just, it's not really, it's not even like complicated patterns anymore. It's mm -hmm. just that I talk a lot of philosophy, history, social media. Um, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of shit. Some shit's personal. Politics or whatever, shit. right? I, I mean, some some are, some are anti jokes. Some shit is strictly LA shit. Yeah. I might do something that, that's. You know, some obscure reference. I might do one part that's strictly for somebody that, um, you know, you know, Brazilian. You know, like I will just do these things just to the right for my experience, and, and you know, and I, my experience is going to be unique to myself. So, uh, or or a lot less people will have experienced this particular thing, you know, or whatever. Not everybody watches this particular TV show that I'm doing this. You know, so I just write kind of tricky and, and the point being Apollo's production was what I thought would be you know that would be my game star you know for me you okay. know today uh, and okay. so it, he, he reached out and I felt like it was a great opportunity same thing with you know with Simi Hendrix and the breakfast at Banksy's is totally different production Jack is you know funk so I played close to my you know with, with the Blasphemy Project it's closer to the best of what you know, quote unquote, hip hoppers want to hear from Raskin. Uh, right. Jack Flash is strictly me me being completely experimental um, on some funk soul mm -hmm. shit, which is not my forte. Um, not necessarily um, something I've done a lot of previously, but being you know being with an expert such as Jack Flash, I was like, fuck, you know, and and it really revealed to me what my capabilities are like. Yeah, those it's records sounded so big. Yeah, man, it was great, man. Like, great experience. Challenged me, you know, doing certain patterns and just, you know, making, turning those things into records with Jack was, was great, man, and it helped me grow. I don't want to keep doing... You know, some people want trick ponies, and sometimes even with hip-hop, they, they limit your growth. Um, because I didn't sell as many records, people keep living in my past, mm, and they, right. they neglect the fact that I've been here and I've been making music, so... For me, I, I'm I'm still trying to shed that. You know, you know people are going to remember Reasonable Doubt and you know and uh, you know whatever Illmatic, but they still allow Nas to make it. I rule the world, or you know right. what I'm saying? I right, right. Look, or, yeah. Or, or for him to you know fucking do a pop record, like yeah. the, like I haven't been allowed. Sometimes my base is a little closed mind because I didn't because of the the inability of my record company to expose me and and and, and make sure they marketed my talent hmm. and not one faster than me. So hmm. that that's you know I'm still I'm still growing and experimenting and 
shit, I want to do a song. I was making a joke a couple of days ago. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't want to sell two million records and keep doing the same fucking records. If I sell two million records, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get Pete Rock and, and, and ask, you know, Duran Duran to sing the hook. Why wouldn't I? Because I'm a oh, fan yeah. of both. Why, why, wouldn't I, why wouldn't I be creative? These niggas is corny. Like, niggas get money and do the same shit over and fucking right. over. That shit's whack. Right. Like, I want to make creative shit. Like, if I'm popping, I'm going to show you some fucking mind-boggling amazing music. Gotcha. While I got your attention, right? Right. Yeah. Because if you think these people are doing anything creative, they ain't shit. Okay. I have, they're too afraid to do anything creative. Very That's few of them. By the That's time they up. get on something, it's already been done and proven to be successful. So Raz, is it is it a conscious effort for you to if the if the label isn't isn't gonna um isn't gonna do what you need them to do, do you you definitely make the effort and put the put both feet forward on 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 venturing out and doing what, what you have to do creatively? I, I, I've, I've never had another choice. I okay. mean when I was signed to a major label, they didn't know what the fuck they was doing with me. I mm. had to do what I I had to stick to my guns and Believe in myself. That's how I got an opportunity, and the way I've con- continued to have whatever opportunities I have is because I believe in, in you know the people around me who are creative, and I believe in myself being creative. That's um, real. Not about you know what yeah. some dude pushing a fucking pencil tells me because he's a fucking he don't know shit. Right. That's he didn't real. live the life. I, you know, I, I got in trouble with the owner of my company years ago because I said the owner. I said the owner of my company is a good guy. But, you know, he plays hockey and he sniffs coke. So, like, he's a 45-year-old white guy and he sniffs hockey. And, I mean, he, he plays hockey and sniffs coke. And, and he got really mad at me. And I was like, and at the time, I'm like 24 or 23. I was like, why are you mad at me, dude? Like, what? Like, I'm in the streets of L.A. And you you think I was really soliciting you tell me what the fuck to do when you have a fucking sign, Gretzky, Jerky, Jersey, and you said, cold, bro. You're a year old white guy. Don't tell. I wouldn't go tell you how to fucking ice skate or say cold because I don't do that. And I wouldn't tell you how to be 45 years old because I'm not. At the time, I'm, you know, well, I'm still not yet, but get in there. That's real, though. Nah, that's real. But, you know, so it's just all being, you know, I just try to be honest with myself. Man. Yeah. You know, I, I, unfortunately, I don't think as much as I wanted to, that, that honesty really sells in music yet. Well, that's why I was just about people. to say, people still haven't figured out how to how to take this whole honesty concept. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> they, they're just not ready to embrace it yet, man. Yeah, man. It's very interesting, but I'm I'm selling honesty. That's my brand, and and. And that that's means the good, the bad, and the ugly about yeah. me. Um, Whatever about it is. Society, holding that mirror to, to, to myself and, man. you know, and, and, and dealing with Descartes, the duality of man, talking about my lower self, my higher self, and, you know, and, and exploring that, you know, from a philosophical, uh, musical standpoint. That's, that's kind of what I, what I do. I'm gotcha. a philosopher. Gotcha. So, Raz, I got, I got a quick question for you. This is a little bit of a pivot here. But, uh, you know, some re- recent events uh, make- makes this pretty relevant. I don't know if you've talked about it in interviews since. But I wanted to ask you about David Axelrod real quick. Um, because okay. he, he, obviously he just passed, what, almost, uh, what, a couple weeks ago now, yeah, I believe. coming up on two weeks, I believe. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I wanted to, I don't know, I, I guess, <clears throat> you know, I went back and I saw a few interviews where, where, you know, where you talked about it and and mentioned it. But, I mean, can you talk a little bit about, your experience with him, 
Um, um yeah. Um, I, I knew him so much with Greg because I was talking about him about a month ago, and I was thinking like I need to go find David. He's just such an awesome right. man. Like he's a fucking legend. He just just and he, and his embracing of me was just so. It was something I really needed. Um, the time when I had a lot of self doubt. Um, there were a lot of people that sold that sampled him that sold a lot more records than me. Right. And uh, you know, so obviously society or the hip hop, the, the business of hip hop, and the fans of hip hop. That you know, everything's a complaint. Oh, I didn't do this right, or I don't do you know whatever. And he said, "Man, you are brilliant. Like I picked you and asked me to be a part of his album and said." He wanted to meet me first before he even gave the offer. But he was like, I hear your music and talking to you. Like, you're a smart person. You're a good person. And, you know, he embraced me and I love him for that. He's like this this musical father that, you know, very few, I've had very few and far between of them. And he's like a godfather, if anything else. He's, oh, gee, like, he would just share these amazing experiences, like, you know, this is a guy that was, you know, with Miles Davis and shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like the G. So yeah. he's just, he's just such an awesome man. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, he'll always be missed. I, I didn't do anything social media wise. I, you know, I grieve and, you know, um, he has a piece of by his son. I, I, you know, I haven't been uh, in contact with his son. I'm sure at some point I will be. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, he's just, a ill dude, man. Just a really ill just, you know, them guys that I'm sure if I, you know, I wish I would have spent more time, I, you know, I was in the middle of my life running around and making my mistakes. But sure. It's amazing stories. I, I really wish um, I could have been around him more to uh, record him. Mm, right. Just his stories, just his life, because it was just interesting shit. Because okay. he would just say these randomly interesting. This reminds me of the time because he's had he's had so many amazing life experiences. Right. And um, yeah, man, he, he he was super awesome. He fucking he put out a recent album back then. It was recent. Uh, I want to say like 2002 or something. I like sampled two of them immediately. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> off right. the rip, right? <laughs> yeah, because I was like the spoiled motherfucker that could do anything. I was like, listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you can you can clear it. Like I love you. That's man. what's right. Like, yeah. yeah, that's dope. Yo, you know what I didn't. You know what I didn't put together, Raz, when I was, you know, when we were kind of putting things together for this interview is, um, I didn't realize I didn't even put together that you know you guys were both on Capitol, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, obviously, I mean, oh, after the fact. Right, right, exactly, right. Like you know, Axelrod obviously spent you know a majority of his years you know, uh, at Capitol. And that's where he made, you know, a, a lot of his mark. And, you know, when I, when I realized and saw that today, that's just, you know, and you guys are, you know, uh, generally from the same area. I mean, that, yeah, that kind of yeah, occurrence and that happening, that's, that's just such an incredible story, man. I mean, in, in, in a I lot of ways, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you no good. that was it. No, I was just going to say, if I had some presence of mind, he had obviously a different, you know, they had an incredible respect for him. Right. He probably could have worked out some of my fucking headaches with those people. I just, you know, you live in retrospect, hindsight is twenty twenty, but he had so much experience and so much respect. Um, they just You just brought something to my attention thinking about it. Like, I didn't think about the fact that 
I probably could have mitigated some of my damages by letting him talk for me at some point. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, God, God bless it, man. Yeah, it, absolutely. You know, like I said, um, that was some selfish shit. I'm not going to lie. But, but it just hit me when you no, said no, that. No, 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 no. I should have called, you know, you know, my big godfather to fucking go tell those people to treat me better. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> You know, yeah. stupid me, stupid me. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Yeah, he. Um, no, he's just an awesome, awesome, awesome man. man. He, uh, he, he'll be missed. I definitely, you know, you know, I'm wearing his passing. Yeah, no doubt, absolutely. So, um, what was the next thing I was going to ask you about? Me had to step out for a second. Um, what's what's going on with the? Uh, how, how's the latest album doing, man? Intellectual property. I mean, we've been talking about all this group stuff, but. I mean, you just just dropped another solo album at the end of 2016. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, IP is basically it's a trilogy. So it's the Solo Nights 1996. IP is a part of Solo Nights too. So okay. IP is half of it. It's more of the it's more of the the personal side of it. So intellectual property being. Obviously, uh, you know, my creativity and then, you know, some company trying to own it. It's yeah. more about me dealing with, with my experience as an artist during that 20 years and, and, and analyzing that and how, and it, you know, mentally and emotionally and spiritually how I am, you know, am I affected? Did I grow? Did I, you know, did I go backwards? So that's what IP is um, creatively. Um you know, uh, market wise, yes, there's, you know, I have great records on there, man. I'm right. blessed. With, you know, so many dope people stepped up. Bundy, um, Karis yeah. One, um, uh, fuck, uh, DJ Lethal, Static Selector. Yeah. I mean, just whatever. So, I mean, so, so the second part will be out, um, you know, later or part two of this? Yeah. Is- well, yeah. I mean, this will kind of be more so the, the it's the bookend. It, it'll probably be so. Uh, it was hashtag so soi two. Right. Probably just be solo nights too. Right. Um. But there's still it's it's kind of like the, the the prequel to solo nights two, and yeah. I I, I kind of intended it to be a three parter. So it's the original solo nights IP, and then solo nights two, and then we'll just do it like a you know. A, a three collector edition or whatever. It's some trilogy shit. I'm fucking Star Wars nerd. Gotcha. But um, yeah, man. Um, it, 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 I would say seventy percent done. Maybe okay. sixty. I mean, I, I have a lot of records uh, that are keepers that I'm keeping. Um, I don't want to ruin it right now with who I got. I mean, the only thing I will say is, of course, Diamond D had to return. So Diamond D, you know, Diamond D's on it. And then just a lot of pleasant, ill surprises. Um, and like I said, it's only it's about seventy percent done. I wanted to focus in on Jango Gang, um, and some uh, and, and there's some other thing in the middle that I want to do. Uh, not won't be quite a solo album, but some this other thing. And then uh, I'll, I'll I'll put my head down and and just gear into solo lines too. I, I wanted to do it the end of this year, 2017. Um, and that's what I'm shooting for. If not, it'll be sometime early uh, 2018. Um, I just want it the way I want it. it I, I want it to be 
I, w- I really wanted to be the best written, produced album encapsulating the, in present time, well-produced in 2017, well-produced in 2018, the right kind of production for a true, for a dope hip-hop record that still, you know, expands boundaries. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a fan of uh, the Quest's new album, Tribe Called Quest. I just think it's creative. They didn't just stick to the box and just... Right. You know, they, they really went to be creative and, 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 you know, a lot, for the most part, it worked. A lot of creative right. shit. I, mine, I want, I want to be out the box, but still make sure the core of it is, is, a, is a straight, underground, dope, hip-hop, you know, make a mean face album. So that, I right. want that to be like the, the core of, 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 of this planet. No lava and then the rest of it, you know, it could be some volcanoes and some, you know, some, some <laughs> right. rainforest. Right. And, you know, it, 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 there should be the marketable song or the song, you know, that right. girls like or or a trap production kind of. Be- I mean, I I love all forms of music again. So yeah. but it just has to be. I, I have this vision that I haven't yet um, gotten a, a, accomplished yet, and there's certain players that I want to be involved with it. Um, Knock knock, hi DJ Premier. That's one. Um, so, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, um, yeah, it, it's coming out, um, and right. uh, it's already crazy. I, I mean, my first ten records I got. I mean, honestly, they shit on. I, I personally, aesthetically, not because I made them. The people involved, the production, like I'm already shitting on cats, but I would need that shit to be crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. <laughs> I just right. wanted to be crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like so, so, was, tech, I mean, yeah, uh, so was so was the the Solon Ice revisited kind of a a part of um, kind yeah. of the, the relaunch of this, or where does that come into play? It, revisited is a reissue of Solon Ice. Right. So, right. Exactly. Uh, right. So, so right. But but I mean, yeah. was that was that was that the kind of the plan? Is you know, intellectual property was around the corner. So, you know, kind of do revi- revisited, do intellectual property, yeah. and then this is kind of the, you know, the, the part two of, or I guess it'll actually be part three, I guess, of kind of the Soul on Ice series. Is that is that kind of the idea? Right. Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically for me, revisited was for me to, you know, we're in a digital age now. Um, back then it was analog, and, you know, there was the limitations of what you could put on a, CD, uh, time-wise, there was the limitations of, uh, I mean, just how a CD only carries, back then, I think it was only 60 seconds on a CD. Now they got it to where 88 seconds. Yeah. I mean, minutes, minutes. So there was limitations time-wise, and then there was the limitations time-wise from analog. Like, if I made, like, for instance, the Diamond D record, we did that record about three weeks before the album was coming out. So there was no way we were going to be able to unmanufacture the vinyls or the CDs or the or the cassette to put the song on there. Right. The CD, there wasn't enough time to put the song on there. And then the vinyl took three months. There was no way to add it. Right. Now that we're in the digital realm, you can do those things. So I wanted to go back, and there were songs that I took off, uh, Remain Anonymous, like the songs prior to, uh, you know, they were kind of my demo songs before I got this record deal. 
that I initially wanted on the album. So it was a way for me to just put showcase all that. And then I also, there's an additional CD on, on um, basically, basically Revisited comes in two vinyls. Yeah. And, and then there's a, a CD also. So the CD is called uh, Rediscovered, Deconstructed. And basically it's a dat of these songs that, it was a dat of a day in a studio and it had all these songs that we were working on that I never used. Right. So I, I just kind of put the songs back together, like um, kind of like, like taking fossils and like building a T-Rex. So I just took those songs. Um, some of them, there was like an acapella so we put like we put a, a track over this acapella with me and Voodoo. It, it was like a, the day in the life of when we were creating Soul and I. Right, so I wanted right. to just give all that back to people because that's the album. Honestly, if you hear the conversation, like what was really interesting to me was the conversations in between working. I used to just mic the studio, not the booth, because that's how I would get my skits. Because you know, usually the funniest shit happens. People say the funniest shit when they don't know they're being recorded. Yeah, we, we just <laughs> we just said that actually before yeah. we Meeks and I were you know waiting for things to kick off and we were like, man, we need to be pushing record on what we're saying right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not just when the interview starts, right? A lot of times right? it's the shit that can get you in trouble, but it's the yeah, exactly, really yeah. <laughs> no and, and so yeah, that's what I, I used to do, and I, I, all, the, all the shit I lost, it's in the process of life, moving, whatever the fuck. I had this guy and it had this day in my life, you know, and there was, it was almost no solo nights and you hear those conversations. So for me, what, what was kind of cool for myself personally and what I wanted to share with, you know, anybody that may have enjoyed that project is just all of these kids, teenagers, and, it, and, and listening to the stress, like it almost didn't happen. It's that solo nights almost never happened. Like right. it was pretty all bad, and hearing that conversation in between these songs was a way for me to put it all in perspective for myself, and it helped me kind of write uh, intellectual property, and, oh. and it helps me write songs like too to understand that you know nothing's guaranteed, uh, and then let alone that I would even be here with the opportunity to reflect on that stuff twenty one years later. Right, crazy. Oh. Yeah, that is crazy. Hey, you, you mentioned the demo earlier. I, I was going, I went back and was looking at your discography. I didn't realize that demo has was marked as being on Maverick. Is that right? I don't know why it was marked as being on Maverick. Uh, is that not right? Like, I, it was it was on Discogs and um, it, it listed like seven I, songs. Like, I, what, what, I, I have no idea what people do. I, I'm sure <laughs> you know. Once I get when I'm rich and I get a lawyer, then I can get everybody to. So okay. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't right. find the Maverick. Um, oh, okay. Ever, so, no, no, no wow. that was a Madonna's label, but right, I remember exactly. Battle Cat had a deal, and we all performed like we were gonna, like he had an album, um, and. That's the only really uh, experience I had with Maverick back then. But oh, okay. Now, now, I don't. I don't know what that was. Never Maverick. Gotcha. Okay. Homie, I'm playing catch up. Did we? Did we touch on uh, ATL history yet? No, we did not. That's a great place Yo, we Raz, should go. I, I, um, I've, I've come to uh, know Curtis Daniel uh, pretty well over recent years <laughs> okay. here. And um, uh, we had a couple of conversations about you being a homie and everything. Wanted to know about uh-huh. about your times uh, here in Atlanta, 
you know, if anything, if there was any extensive time, if there was uh, um, um, stories about working in patchwork, uh, anything you could you can talk to us about your your your, your visits to ATL. Uh, you know, for the most part, man. Uh, you know that that was a lot of the the journey in the beginning and part of the fight and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I'll say that you know, as a, when we were younger, Curtis is the first person that believed in me. Okay, like he didn't he didn't know it was me rapping and he heard my demo. Um, and I was just playing. It was a gang of us, like probably four or five of us playing dominoes and shit. Okay, Curtis. My first, my first fan, which, is, which means a lot because he's a big critic. So yep. he's the person that made me help me believe in myself. I always give him his credit. So Curdy Birdie, that's my guy. Man. I right. love it um, And uh, yeah, I'm glad that he took over Patchworks and you know, so I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, back then, you know, there was so much. Once again, like if you listen to. Uh, rediscovered, uh, deconstructed. I mean, you hear that narrative and you probably will have heard that narrative in my music when I'm talking about, you know, what I'm going through, uh, those situations. It had nothing to do with Curtis. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I would be, there's always, you know, peaks and valleys. Uh, a lot of, you know, my contention probably would be not aimed at Atlanta, but some people at in Atlanta that I didn't like that much. Okay. <laughs> so, That's understandable. You know, there, there, was, there was always that grain of salt. To be perfectly honest, it was bittersweet a lot of times going to Atlanta. Okay. Me. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah, always so confused. I, just to be frank. Yeah. I was always, we understand that. We understand that for sure. I was always so confused when the when all the when the when the promos and whatnot started coming out for you know, I guess all the all the you know early you know stuff on Patchwork, and mm-hmm. I'd see the four hundred four number, and I mean, e- even though I'm I'm not from here, I'm in Kentucky, so I'm like, all right, well, you know, Raz is in Raz is on the West Coast, you know, L.A. Carson, whatever, and I'm like, why is there an Atlanta number on all this promo <laughs> shit? <laughs> and then you know, it's funny, Raz. I was looking at your uh, your Instagram account earlier, and I, I guess you had an, an old um, like press photo. That had right. like you know that four hundred four number right. on it. Yeah, I just remember being so confused at the time when I was doing college radio. I'm just like, I don't understand. Like this guy's from L. A., but is the the labels in Atlanta? Like I'm just, I was just so confused. Well, I don't know. I, well, what, you know what the funniest part about all that was? Uh, I think it's funny. So basically, I'm the artist. Patchworks is uh, the football player, um, mm. but I'm the artist. So we need a studio. And thank God things work out the way they work out. Uh, I think it was, it, at the time, it wasn't a good idea. So he buys a studio in Atlanta, <laughs> but the artist lives in Los Angeles. Right. And we're like, why? But it's basically because the football players are showing off their stuff. Like, oh, I bought a hamburger stand. Oh, I bought, <laughs> I got a taco stand. Right. I got a studio. I'm a... Like, so at the time, everybody's like, what are you doing, man? Like, why would you buy a fucking studio for an artist who lives in L.A.? Like, why? <laughs> oh, so you could show it off to your friend. So it was a whole, it was, back then it was just a whole fuckery. We're like, why, why did you do this? Like, what are you doing? And then good, good thing he got great people in there and then it made a profit oh, and turned absolutely. a profit. And it's still such an important part of, to me, I think is an important part of, you know, Atlanta musical history. Absolutely. You know, it's a oh, dope, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so, yeah, that was, you know, that's... So my confusion you know, is warranted. I, my I, confusion I, is warranted. Is I, that what you're saying? You're, you, you, you validated I'm my totally confusion. We, we were all confused. Trust me. <laughs> we were like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, so why Raz, did you do this? Raz, what were you yeah. doing? Were you, uh, did you, was there, uh, what's the longest you were in Atlanta during those sessions and everything? Like, were you coming in for weeks at a time or was there a time where you were here for yeah, like a Yeah, I was doing t- weeks at a time. Okay. Yeah, I was doing okay. weeks at a time. Maybe, gotcha. uh, I, I would say at the most two weeks, but yeah, I would, I would be in, out there. Okay. I mean, I was coming fairly often. It was just, you know, it was, we weren't getting along. There were some things that, you know, some, some, it was some bad business going on. Gotcha. You, know, um, you know, it has nothing to do with the brand of Patchworks in, in 2017. But, oh, of course. You know, back yeah. then when we were younger, Curtis wasn't even a part of it. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. What else you got, yeah. man? Man, I, uh, one, one other thing um, that, that stuck out for me um, on the prep topics that, that I saw was, um, and, and his name's come up here pretty recently, um, Golden State Warriors. Um, that's you, Safir, and Exhibit. Um, how how is the brother Safir? Um, that was some uh, some some news floating around about his health concerns and stuff. Uh, maybe as far back as a couple of weeks ago, I was just wondering if you checked in with the homie and what's up with him. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we always check in with him. Uh, you know, he's got his brothers and you know his family. You know, we love him to death, and you know, I always try to check in with him. He's he's got a hot. He's rehabbing, so we just pray for him and you know want him to get back to, to you know you know back on back on the mic, man. So that's what's up. That's, that's my boy. You know, until the wheels fall off, gotcha. you know that's Shaft Shaft Yeller. So yeah, man. <laughs> nah, man. He, go, he he good. You know, okay. sure, he good. And he gonna he gonna get better. That's what's up. All right. Yeah. All right, well, Raz, I think we've taken enough of your time tonight, man. Um, I mean, we could we could literally be here all night. Um, talking about any number of things just because the resume is so, you know, uh, significant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I apologize. I dipped out for a second. I had to go get the homie Don ass. Um, he pulled up, he pulled up on us, man. Yeah. So I had to get him in here. He said, "You the homie, man." So I shout him out real quick, Raz. Don ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what up, pimp? <laughs> Let's see if I can turn on the mic here. Hold on a second. That's what's up. Why'd you leave that good weather? <laughs> that was the first. That was the first shit out of his mouth. He was like, "You can tell we ain't from here, man. It's cold." <laughs> Yeah, man, I would have been right there in Miami right now. But, nah, enjoy it, man. Love the ATL. Man, had a blast, man. I can't wait to go back out. Hey, man, I'm finishing up the LP, so I'm coming up here. Don't go, go. Happy hunt, man. Knock it down. I'm going to shout out, shout out to Patchworks, too. My bad. I, I, I wanted to shout out uh, uh, Kenny, Kenny Mix, just the whole staff over there at Patchworks. We actually working on a, a, a particular record featuring Faith Evans. So, okay, uh, I, I did, you know, I do want to shout out. Curtis Daniel, Curtis Birdie, you know what I'm saying? And the whole, you know, the whole the whole staff over there, man. Good team. Dinez, uh, how long are you out there? I'll be out here till about Sunday, bro. Oh, word. Okay. Shit. Happy on, bro. And then I'm back, back to the, the good weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going to see you back down there, bro? 
Uh, shit, I was just talking to EFN. They were out here, and I'm in New York right now. They're going to L.A. next week, so I'm going to catch them. And then I wanted to get back out to Miami, maybe, hopefully, like, next month. So I'm, ho- I'm hoping in March. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Raz. So uh, I, I guess leave us uh, leave us with all the you know the the socials and where they can go cop some shit and um, you know we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll let you have the rest of your night back, man. We'll we'll wrap it up like that. I appreciate you. Well, you know, um, Southern Vanguard. I just want to just say thank you guys for taking the time. Uh, shout out to the ATL. Um, and uh, yeah, you can reach me at uh, my Instagram is at raf underscore K-A-F-S. Um, my Facebook, the uh, like the musicians page, it's yeah. merch all at the top, so you can always go to uh, Brad, you know, facebook.com slash Central. So R-A-S-K-A-F-S-C-E-N-T-R-A-L. So for that, you know, shit, I'll have you. Gotcha. All right. Word. All right, thank you, Raz. Mm-hmm. We, we, we appreciate you, man. We can't wait to hear this JMO gang shit and whatever else you got stored in, uh, uh, you know, in store for us in 2017. So, looking forward to it, man. Oh, yeah. No doubt, we'll be pushing it too. Yes, sir. Sure. All right, yo, yo. I think he's out. Well, that'll do it. All right. <laughs> All right. And, and cut. cut. All right. All right, Meeks. Well, hey, you know. Another one for the books? Yeah, man. We good. Southern Vanguard Radio, SoundCloud, iTunes Podcast, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio. Yeah. Twice a week mix, twice a week though. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we out. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.